Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the second hour of Ghost Chronicles Radio, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England Zone, Van Helsink. And with me, my co-host, yes, she's here, the blonde bombshell Hello. herself, Ann Carrigan. Hello. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Did you survive that giant storm that just blew through nope, we the didn't entire get it. coast? Holy didn't get crap. It. Oh, I was wondering if I was even going to be able to be on tonight. It yep. was like a downburst. It was nuts. Yeah, I had planned for it. I had my cell phone uh, ready, but uh, as I was we talking to Steve in the last show is that uh, my house is in some kind of uh, – own weather system and we mm-hmm. we get total different weather than everything else and no we got really nothing we got a little bit of rain and that was it so oh you're lucky my cemetery stones from my cemetery were flying down the street they were sailing down the street oh not holy again holy crap i'm gonna have to put them all back in the ground uh, just a few of them. most of them most of them made it through the storm so there you go. just a few there went you. for a ride but That's anyways right. halloween's <laughs> coming up so be exciting. And Anna's, Anna's preparing a special Halloween show for all you people out there. So, yeah. Ghost this, Chronicles, the, Next Generation, I, video. Even I, don't, even I don't know what it's about, so it'll be awesome. Yeah, not yet. Anyways, <laughs> we have, on the last show, we were talking about uh, the BP, BBC uh, production of the house on uh, Borley Rectory, the most haunted house in England, and we have us with us tonight uh, Jennifer and Corey from the most haunted house in the United States, the Conjuring House. So, uh, guys, you there? Yep, we're here. We're here. Yay! Yep. We, <laughs> how many times have we tried to get these guys on the show? It's, yeah. it's like we were cursed. At first, we got hit with the COVID. And yep. <laughs> we had to cancel the show, the COVID. And then the last show, something happened with uh, TogiNet, I think. Weren't we going to have them on the radio show another time? Who knows? It's a big blur. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> something doesn't want them on our show. But we made, we made it. Here they are. <laughs> but uh, when the when the uh, the conjurings all over, we'll have you in studio and uh, yes. we'll, yeah, we'll can go into it more but uh for those who don't know uh what the conjuring house is uh who wants to give us a little uh, history of it uh well the house actually was uh it was built in 17 well it was completed in 1736 uh it was started in 1680 and a lot of history buffs get a kick out of knowing uh john smith uh, of like Pocahontas fame, Lost Colony of Roanoke. Uh, mm-hmm. He actually had a lot to do with uh, the surveying and the deeding of the property along with Roger Williams. Wow. And 
Yeah. So, I mean, besides the paranormal history, the American history aspect of it, I mean, it's huge. I mean, the whole area around there, like with the uh, King Philip's War, the Door Rebellion, things like that. I mean, it's it's just absolutely amazing. Mm. And... And Go ahead, Jen. So it took it took uh, how long to build? My God, like thirty years. Uh, well, as the family got bigger, mm-hmm. the house got bigger. Um, so I mean, as it stands right now, mm-hmm. that that was completed in 1736. Oh, I see. So, okay. So I mean, like, if you were to go into the house, I don't know if you've ever seen a walkthrough of the house. Some people like upstairs. There's a notorious window that's in the middle of the building mm-hmm. just it leads from one room to another and everybody's like why would you put a window there and i'm like they didn't waste they didn't waste material you know uh-huh. that used to be the outside and then as the family got bigger the house got bigger so ah i see that's, that's very common in new england farmhouses especially actually a lot of farmhouses without throughout the country is that because the they became, well, think of the John Boys and John Boy and the Waltons. I mean, mm-hmm. as the family got bigger, they added on to it to accommodate, you know, more and more people. And uh, they, they, they were like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So why is the Conjuring House haunted? I mean, what, what is their reputation with that? To, to be honest with you, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean... I know, I know, excuse me, a lot of people think, you know, the haunting is based off of Bathsheba the Witch and and this and that, you know, everything that Hollywood portrayed. But, I mean, from what we've been able to discover and everything, that's so far from the truth, we we couldn't tell you. It's, I mean, is it the energy from the, the grounds there? You know, is it stigmatized from all the bloodshed and stuff like that or you know there's only been three confirmed deaths that we can actually find proof of on the grounds mm-hmm. you know and they were all you know for the most part natural deaths one was uh a kid drinking horse liniment um, <laughs> i mean i mean it's accidental i would say but and then i the would other say two nay. Were... <laughs> nay 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then the other two were uh, exposure to the elements. You know, uh, they got drunk and, you know, passed <laughs> out and <laughs> succumbed to the elements. So, Do you know, hostile them again. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I, I we, we can't figure it out for the life of us. So. Mm-hmm. So I, that's that's our public service announcement, children. Liquor kills, <laughs> yeah. especially horse liniment. <laughs> so the the movie The Conjuring is is that was that filmed at that house? No, it was not. Um, okay. Apparently, um, they they were going to film it there, but uh, James Wan, the director, didn't want to. Didn't want to have anything to do with Rhode Island or the house because he's just that. No, he he came out and said it during I think it was Dragon Con or something like that. He just came out and said it. He's like he's very superstitious and he's just like I don't want to have anything to do with that area. And they ended up moving it down to Asheville, North Carolina, I think it was, to mm-hmm. that two-story 
farmhouse. So yeah. a lot of people get it. Uh, they get misconstrued when they see the actual farmhouse and they're like, this ain't the place. And it's like, uh, it actually is, but keep on driving by because we don't really need the gawkers. Right. So can you tell us a little bit of why the, I mean, what the conjuring house is about? I mean, in other words, the, the, why did they make a movie about this? What's the story behind it? I mean, you haven't discovered anything, but what is the, you know, what is the actual story about? I mean, what the story was about was um, the Perrin family who moved in um, in January of 1971. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1971. Um, from day one when they moved in, uh, you know, it was uh, them and their five children. They started experiencing things, and it just started, you know, started ramping up in activity and stuff. And it just got to the point where it was like being physical, stuff like that. And they actually reached out to a local paranormal team, which was Pyro, which oh, uh, yeah. Keith and Carl Johnson, Keith and yeah. Carl Johnson were part of. Mm-hmm. And they were actually the first investigators in to investigate. And they investigated, I think it was two or three times. Uh, yeah, maybe two, I think. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, it's, you know, it would actually help us out a lot more if we, you know, consulted with the Warrens and asked their opinion on it because they were getting a lot of stuff, you know, and they were mm-hmm. like, ah. they, they were both 18 at the time. So they were like, let's, you know, bring the Warrens in. And I guess, you know, the Warrens came in and they basically just took over from there. Yeah. Uh, and I won't that. really say, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so, you know, the Warrens investigated two or three times and that led up to a seance being conducted on October 30th of 1973 huh. that all hell broke loose and didn't go as planned. And ended up with an altercation and Warren's being kicked out of the house and mm-hmm. never coming back. Oh my but goodness. that's not the way, yeah, that's not the way Hollywood portrayed it because it doesn't right. have a Hollywood ending. But <laughs> I think, I mean, like the parents, like talking to Andrea and Roger and stuff, mm-hmm. like the Warrens went in there with the best intentions. It's just, it was too much, too soon, too fast for them. Mm-hmm. And they were just trying to get to the bottom of it. And it just presented itself in a way that nobody was ready for. And I think it just caught everybody off guard. And that's why it ended the way it did. Mm. Well, that's the paranormal for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then you get Hollywood in, they make their story, and everybody has a thing. So despite all these bad reports from the, the parents, and it, you have really in, in experienced anything bad in the house i guess so i'm malevolent right no nothing nothing like what they experienced mm-hmm. nothing as far as like the negativity or anything like that it is it is very very active um but it's almost like playful at times are you living but in I the house you know yes yes so you're there huh. 20 24 hours right uh, for the most part, uh, our son our son refuses to live there. 
yeah. <laughs> well, he had he had an experience. He had an experience, and he just he was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm all set." And plus, he was starting his senior year of high school, right. so he stayed up here up in Maine. Mm-hmm. So we traveled back and forth every once in a while, you know, mm-hmm. just to be up here with him. But ah. Okay. So why did you buy the house? Just curious. I'm, I'm still wondering myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, on it, honestly, like, it was just like, it was a shot in the dark. We didn't think we were going to be able to buy it. And, you know, to own a piece of American history and paranormal history, mm-hmm. you know, all in one package. And, Number two, I mean, I never thought in a million years Jen would go for it. Like I was like, <laughs> what a good I've wife. Wanted to own like a haunted place, mm-hmm. and she she fell in love with it. I mean, she was like just in awe of it, and she was more excited than I was, to be honest. Oh my which... goodness, I was pretty excited. Yeah, <laughs> I also too didn't think it was going to happen. It's one of those things that you you just don't think will ever actually happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of standing back going, holy crap, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much what it was when we signed. I was like, oh, my God, this really is actually going to happen. <laughs> oh you really giving us the keys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, so you were always interested in the paranormal even before you bought this house then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a group up in Maine? Yeah, I belong to, like, a whole bunch of groups, like mm-hmm. friends and stuff that just, you know, sometimes, you know, just go off on your own because it's easier than trying to belong to a group because groups yep. kind of get tied up with life and stuff like that. So That is true. It's It's like, you know, trying to find a single date just to get everybody in one place next to impossible, so... Right. Absolutely, and it's it's unfortunate because you know there's so many, you know, so many people out there that share like, you know, share the love of it, and you mm-hmm. just can't get all on the same page. No, yeah. never, never. And and there's so much competition, and which is ridiculous, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I I wanted to ask, and I I don't know if you want to share it. So. Mm-hmm. Your son had an experience there. Is it something that you want to talk about? You'd rather not talk about it? Oh, I, I don't mind. If he's a sissy, not me. Aw, <laughs> 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 oh, Dad. Come on. No. Well, no. He. Um, I'll be the first one to admit we didn't know how to approach, like, living there. So for the first couple months, we kind of, like, lived in like just a small section of the house and kind of like felt the house out because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you don't go in there feeling anything and you're not seeing anything too crazy, but at the same time, it's like, you don't want to overstep your bounds because, you know, who knows? And so we, we were all sleeping in one room. There was like (sighs) seven of us in a room one night. Oh God bless you. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, he had, he had woken up and, he just saw this black mass Mm -hmm. floating over his head and Mm. we had seen it. We had seen it on numerous occasions leading up to it. I mean, we've seen stuff like that before, but he hadn't. And I guess it just, it just 
it bothered him to the point that he was like, I, the next morning, he didn't wake anybody up. He just laid there. And the next morning he's like, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for him to say that, you know, when he could be like the most popular kid in school, <laughs> you know, own, owning this house, you know, and he's like, yep, yeah, I'm all set. Uh, and, you know, you know, uh, it, you know, it bothered him. So I was right. like, well, not everybody's cut out uh, no. No. to live with that stuff. <laughs> so how many uh, rooms in this house, uh, Corey? Uh, it's labeled as a four bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be labeled as three, but one of them really is a bedroom, so it really is four. Yeah, it's thirty-one hundred square feet, but well, that's good uh, size. Yeah, yeah. I think it says sixteen rooms. Sixteen rooms, two oh. full, two full baths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean one's not really full, but it's got everything. I guess. Yeah, it's got everything you can. <laughs> it's a tiny full bath, but, <laughs> but still. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of space. Yep, eight and a half acres. Uh-huh. So the, the land, is the land like farmland or is it wooded land? Or is it... The only say it's this uh, because, you know, a lot of people know the, know the house, but there are a lot of people all over the world that listen to the show and, and are not familiar with it. That's why I ask all these questions, so I, I apologize yeah. if they seem redundant. No, don't be. Um... Most of it is wooded. Yeah. I mean, right behind the house, though, is like, uh, there's two two pastures separated by a, a rock wall. Of course. Like an open field on both sides that you really could do a lot with. I mean, we just, yeah. there's so much that we could do with it. It's overwhelming, I guess. We're still just kind of trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there a uh, family plot on the land at all? Uh, there, I believe there was back in the day because um, when the Arnold Richardson family lived there, um, they lived there for eight generations. They had over 200 acres wow. and that 200 acres, you know, ran for quite, quite a ways and their actual fam, uh, their family burial plot is probably not even a quarter mile, half mile away, uh-huh. but it's on somebody else's property now. Uh-huh. In the backyard, right. but it's like all of them are buried back there. Yeah, oh, I've wow. been there. Yeah, I've been there. But oh, that's very cool. Yeah, that's right up Anne's alley. She loves it graveyards. It is. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. So at one time, I'm sure it was, you know, part of the land, and that's where you put your people. Uh, yeah. Is it a? Is it a? Just a small, small little area? Are there actual yeah. stones? Oh no, there's stones. Uh, it's gated in. It's actually on the on the Rhode Island registry for cemeteries, so you yeah. know it gets taken care of. It's just hard to get to, though. Yeah, it's hard to get to where because it's on private property. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm sure people just love it when they knock. People come up and knock on the door. Can I go to your cemetery? <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't think a lot of people know where it is. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's you good. Know, we just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so well, when you when you moved in, Jennifer, uh, you, you you go about your normal life, you know, doing dishes and cooking. Wow, is my stereotyping or what? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, did Maybe you? Maybe Corey ever... does that. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe he does. Yeah, maybe he dresses up in a little uh, French maid outfit. Whatever, and, yeah. you know. Does the cooking for it, Jennifer? I don't know. I'd be posting pictures if he did all that. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you go about your daily life, and I'll I'll throw it to Jennifer because I'm curious because uh, you know female perspective versus male. Um, is did you what were your feelings about? I mean, have you had any different feelings? What what type of feelings have you had in your everyday life there? So I will say, despite what Corey says, it took us more than a month to get used to daily life. I would say at least four or five months before we actually started sleeping in a room other than the one room that all of us slept in with the doors locked. Um, But Mm -hmm. like, it was, I don't know, it was different. In the beginning, it was it was scary because you didn't know what to expect, but it didn't feel scary. I still loved it. Like it was almost, it was almost like an obsession. And the day we moved in, we put up a bunch of cameras and I was seriously <laughs> obsessed with watching the cameras 24 seven. That made mm-hmm. me feel better just to be able to view it. Mm-hmm. But I guess after getting used to it, we're even at the point now where we don't even watch the cameras anymore. They're still running 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And unless we see something's moved, we'll go back and review it. Or if somebody wants us to look up something for them, we'll go back and review it. But every it's normal now. Like yeah. it's just, it really is like. Well, we caught the door opening the other day, and it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's no. like family members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a friend that that just was down there and. They were. Uh, is this the door that the infamous door that uh, opens on its own? This door was actually. Um, the, there's four fireplaces, and one fireplace is downstairs in what we call the baking room, and we refer to it as a baking room because it has on the side of the fireplace it has a beehive oven. You open oh, yeah. it up and must be where they cooked like the they could cook pizzas and bread or you know anything doughy that they could put in there that mm-hmm. door has never opened until then oh which is all of a sudden <laughs> popped open yeah, yeah. i'm sorry really i saw i saw a video of a door that was open it seemed like two doors side by side and uh, I just saw a piece of video that someone sent me of uh, the door. I think it's probably on the second floor, I'm guessing. But there are two doors that are, like, side by side. Oh, are that's you... downstairs in the library. Oh, it's downstairs. In the library. Okay. And uh, is, does that happen a lot, or is it? Um, I think it happened a lot last year, but then when this year came around and we are used to it so much, we actually opened the doors with rocks and put rocks in front of them for the summertime. Cause <laughs> it, was too, it was too hot down there anyways, and we were used to it, you know what I mean? Like in the mm-hmm. beginning, it's so exciting, and you want to catch it every time it does it. And then we're just kind of like, oh, it's too hot in here. We need to hold the door open. <laughs> Been there, done that. The, yeah. the thing is, with these doors, the latches – a lot of people are like, oh, it's just the, you know, it's just the door, just like a breeze or something mm-hmm. like that. You well, you're going to have to hold that, Corey, hold that thought because we have to take a break right now anyway. So, 
So we'll come okay. back and we'll hear more about the latch doors when we come back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Dan Kerrigan and Ron Kolick right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messelier Family Law Group. And we want to thank everybody who's listening, especially those uh, who are our patrons of the show, including uh, Craig uh, de Groot and uh, Susan Brown and Anna Isabel LaRoche. No, Rocha, not LaRoche, Rocha. Anyways, we'll be right back. Do you have a paranormal event? book or something else you want people to know about then why not advertise it on ghost chronicles radio with over 150,000 downloads a month get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject we have a plan at a cost that fits your needs for more information contact ron kolick at any ghost project at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678 hello hello can you hear me my name is harry price i am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he is a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our guests this evening, Corey and Jen Heinzen, owners of The Conjuring House. You know their last name? Well, yeah, it's on their website. Oh, did I say it right? You did. Yeah. You did a great job. Better than me, I guarantee it. I kind of figured it was like Heinz ketchup, but with an E-N. Right? Exactly, and that's oh, how wow. I usually do it, too. I'm like, when I try to spell it to people, that's how I do it. Heinzen. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways. Ah, <laughs> uh, you had get one up on Ron if I could throw in the last name, so eh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, just before the break in Ian's proper pronunciation of their last name, uh we were talking with um Corby a little bit about the latches on the doors that seem to open by themselves. So Corey, you wanna continue that conversation? Oh no, I was just the the latches they're the old um they're the old school like you have to lift mm-hmm. and pull latches it's, yeah. it's not just like a it's you know it takes a little bit of you know 
intelligence in order to do it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it just floors me every time the door is open. You know, it, it's, it, it takes a lot of oomph in order to open these doors. Right. Is it just, just pop open. <laughs> is it, is it the, uh, like the flat, uh, piece that goes across and then you lift the thing up and it lifts the, the flat piece up out of, out of the groove and opens it. Is, is that the type it is? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, we used to have those in the house I grew up in. Yeah, not, well, I wasn't not sure if it was that ones. one or the other latches that was like the bolt where it goes into the thing. Interesting story. They, I was make the, notori- they make notorious noises. Yes, yeah, they do. Mm, they do. I was at a, uh, a uh, place in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, Molly Malone's is no longer there, but uh, one of the things that would happen is the women in the ladies' room would go in and the latches, which were the bolt times, so you would put the the bolt in, would close and lock by themselves. And uh, we were doing an investigation on the live show, actually, that night. And uh, I went into the ladies' room to investigate. Uh, I've gone okay. to more ladies' rooms than in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, and as soon as I walked in and, Sure enough, I saw it with my own eyes. It went just closed. So that's a cool thing. It's amazing uh, This what happens in, in this strange paranormal world we're in. So you got locked in? No, because it's, oh. it's in the inside. You can, you know, it's it's like oh, okay. you're going to, never mind. If you're going to use the, the bathroom, you would go in and pull the latch. Oh, in. I thought you no. meant the main the main door or something on the outside. No, no, we're talking the ladies' room doors. I see. I know yeah. what you mean. You know the ones, you know, so you know when anyone comes in, you don't get yes. interrupted. You take them and actually push it in. It was a bolt type yes. thing. It was kind of yes. cool. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's the same place I put $3 on the table to get the uh, get a $3 Dewey, but uh, it didn't work. Anyway, okay. ah, moving right along. Back to the conjuring house. <laughs> I remember this sometimes. Squirrel. Anyway, uh, we're speaking with Corey and Jennifer of the conjuring house, and they are living in it. And uh, one of the things I was going to have you witnessed, other than that you said you witnessed the black mass, have you seen the other uh, uh, visual phenomena? Guys, do we lose them? Oh, no. I hope not. Sounds like it. (laughs) They were there a minute ago. (laughs) What'd you do with them, man? (laughs) Roy! Roy! Hello! Guess up. There he is. Wow. (laughs) What happened there, my friends? I no couldn't idea. tell you like you were there. Then all of a sudden it was just like, hello. Yeah. Huh. Well, Ooh, must be paranormal. That's what you get living in the conjuring house for crying out loud. <laughs> Jeez. Get some Van Helsing spray. Spray that place. <laughs> so before you left or during you left or while you were gone, I asked the question, uh, besides the black mass, have you witnessed any other visual phenomena? Um, we've seen shadow, we've seen shadow figures mm-hmm. and, um, 
flashing lights. The flashing lights is like the big one for me. Yeah, me too. I've ne- never seen anything like it before, like in any of my investigations, but it's like giant, like not coming from like a light bulb, but it's just like, it's in the corner. It's on the floor. It's on the bed. And I mean, it's just like this giant burst of light. (laughs) And it it is just the most weirdest thing I've ever seen. And then how long does it last? What's that? Uh, How long does it last? We've caught it on. How long did it last on camera that one time? Um, that, that one time it was for three days, but it was, it was only at night. Like I, it was only, it started like random times at night and ended before the sun came up, but it was consistently three nights in a row. Wait a minute. Wow. You, you're saying consistently, you saying like, uh, all right, at, uh, three o'clock it, it lights up and it doesn't disappear until dawn. No, no, it was more like. It was more like dark, like eight, nine o'clock, and didn't yeah. disappeared at dawn. But it was three nights consistently in a row, and no one was in the house at the time. I was down in North Carolina visiting my sister, and Corey was up in Maine. Like the house so, was completely empty. And I'm still that's... still confused with about this light. So are we talking a flash of light or a, a consistent yeah, fl- light? Fl- flashes of light. Light. Sorry. Okay. Like, some flashes, yeah. Like okay, okay. Like, now I get it. All right, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, I would think so. And and you captured a lot of this on your on your cameras. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's excellent. That uh, is on the only other place I I had that happen down here at the Carver Cotton Gin. Uh, had like a weird light anomaly that would like come and go like that just briefly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of strange. It is. It's weird. Like you look <laughs> at it like, what the heck? Now, were you in the room when it happened? No. No. Oh, it was, no. It was, uh, it was an IR camera that we had set up in one area where no one was. And there were no windows in this area. So we were kind of like, Where's this light coming from? There's no, there's, there's, it's a storage facility. So there was no way, and and all the lights were out. It's very weird. I, uh, at the Houghton Mansion, I I saw visually a light similar to that, only it was flash, only it was a little bit more um, solid in in that it didn't flash on and off. It was like there and it, you'd lose it for a second, then okay. And I actually chased right. it with an EMF meter that that mm-hmm. I could follow it, and it led me down a, into a like a closet area and through this long corridor that was behind the walls and stuff. Oh, it was, it was pretty that. tricky. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, interesting. But yeah, I've had other light photos too. We're not sure what they are at times. Uh, you always wonder if if it's you know you're really seeing it or is it just a reflection of something on you know like dust particle or uh, yeah. you know something that's it's intriguing. In fact, on uh, the last show that we did, the, the international show, we just talked about Boilie Rectory and a, and the BBC uh, was with this group that was in Boilie uh, Church and they had that same visual thing with lights. Uh, 
occurrence. So it's it's all interesting stuff, but you know we really can't explain it. And everybody has their own take. You know, some what's what's your thought? What what do you think these lights are? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like I don't know. Like I these are these are lights that are like if you're looking at them on the camera system. Mm-hmm. Like one one size is maybe the size of a tennis ball, and then all of a sudden it lights up the entire back wall. It's like it's not it's not even like it's not even like that. It's small flashlight size. It's like it's just weird. It's, it's so, so it's not like a, a, a car light that you goes by in a room where you see the light, and then all of a sudden it goes on the wall and it gets up larger. No, it's more like a circle. Well, I guess it's like a circle. It's more like a. It, it's all different sizes, though. That's the weird part, and it's okay. all in weird places in the room, like on the floor. It's a tiny little quarter size, and then all of a sudden, it's like on the different side of the room where it's like a bigger, like a like a flash, like a light bulb flash. So it's not like an orb then, where where you can trace track it sometimes, or you know, with no. your no, no. okay. No, it's uh, so that, weird. Well, once yeah, once it's finished, once it's once it's finished, though, there's like a. Oh, you were in the house when it, it happened. Yeah, I've been in the room when it happens, and there's like an ozone smell. Really? Like I I, I call it ozone, like an air purifier. Like yep, that's I know exactly what you mean. Can, for me. Yep. That's that's what it smells like. Oh. And uh, I've, God, who was it? Um. Was it Joe or no? No, it wasn't Joe. Um. Right, Kendall, Ken, Kendall. Oh yeah, yeah. Kendall was talking about that. Kendall, well, uh, I'm going to butcher his last name. Welpton from uh, he he did the house in between house document yeah. documentary, and mm-hmm. they captured the same thing. And he he hit the nail on the head when I was like, "What did you smell after you saw that same thing?" And he's like, "It's like ozone." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> Finally, <laughs> somebody, somebody else saw it. Huh. That's very interesting. You know, it's interesting that you keep an open mind of it. You're saying that you don't know what it is. I mean, because you get a lot of people like they'll say, oh, that's a ghost or that's, you know, that's a dimensional being or, you know, it's the blessed marriage and who knows. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) No, we really don't know. Like where I, I, I guess I had a preconception that buying the house and being investigators and setting up cameras that we would have an idea of what was going on or who is here. Or I feel like we, I feel like I thought we would know something by now. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't feel like we do. Like I don't, nothing, there's a lot of stuff that isn't consistent. There's a lot of stuff that we can ask, you know, Hey, is Bathsheba here? And you get yes, but do I believe that? I don't because yeah. I'm getting yes. I'm getting like I'm answering. I'm asking questions, but I'm just getting I'm getting yes or no answers to, or I feel like I'm being tricked. Like I don't. Be, there's nothing consistent about anything that we've done so far. It's just strange. Have you ever had a séance in the house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What the re, what were the results of that? 
didn't get nothing. Nothing, yeah. Nothing, huh? Okay, interesting. Okay, I'm sure you've had mediums, and and everyone has their own take. From every medium has a, their own take. I'm sure. Yeah, and I think the only thing consistent that we've gotten so far from 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 all the mediums that have come through, there they say that there is a man there that likes to stand and watch. He kind of just watches over everything. But if anything else tries to come around, every mm-hmm. silences everybody. There's a woman oh. there who's very dominant, um, I think there's a couple, at least three children, I think. But but as far as, like, names of any of these spirits, any like, nothing is consistent. Nothing. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. It's like he's, he's, that man is the guard, and he's, he's like, yep, don't tell him anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we have, we've had all, all female teams come in and investigate and they've all had a hard time just with that one spirit like the male <clears throat> spirit is like he's giving them a hard time and it's almost like he ain't playing that game he ain't having like a bunch of girls asking him questions or something <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like i mean and it's i mean i swear to god it's it's the craziest thing it's like Man, this guy is very, very like <laughs> thick-headed. He just nope, ain't playing this game. <laughs> wow. So, so who, so who built the house? It was uh, Arnold. The last uh, name was the, Arnold. Uh, yeah, Arnold. Um, God, what was? Uh, trying to remember his first name. I know. I'm. I'm just popping on your website, looking around. I'm like, what's his first name? Um, <laughs> John was the first one in there, right? But there was a whole family of them that built it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was basically uh, the Arnolds. Yeah. 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 And I think so, the Richardsons married in, so it became the Arnold Richardson estate. Estate. I almost called it resort. <laughs> resort. <laughs> I almost did. I almost called it resort. There you could go. That's a whole new path you could take. Uh <laughs> Well, maybe it's it's just the original owner, and he's just very protective because it's his house. And it could be, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, they were private people. You don't need to know anything about us. <laughs> the interesting thing about the Internet, though, is once you get information out there and then uh, it gets, you know, pushed around and people coming in or already have pre precognition of what's going to happen or who they're dealing with and then they tend to see to find the same things uh, that are going on. You know, it, the more information that's out there, the, more, the harder it is to get to the real truth to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. And uh, you know, it's 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 sad in a way for what, because, I mean, you guys are investigators, you know, you you're out there really to to find the truth, right? Right. Yeah, so. And I am finding the information from back in the 1700s is really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. But once again, if you publish that, then once again, it, it becomes more difficult to uh, yeah. keep it clean. But anyways, that's unfortunately the the way we live in today. Now, uh, do you have any plans for the house? Um, we 
Before COVID, we opened up um, the house for overnight investigations, like for mm-hmm. paranormal teams that wanted to come and investigate. Um, yeah. COVID kind of put a damper on that for a little while, but we are back doing that again. Um, our plan was to try and set up something to be able to do t- day tours as well, but that's that's too hard. Like I can, that's too hard with COVID. I can't. I have yeah. a hard enough time cleaning everything for groups that are by themselves overnight. I so that I, cleaning once a day for them is easy, but I can't. Running groups through right now is too hard. So that may be on the agenda someday if we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, like I said, I just uh, spoke with just someone who uh, was just there a little while ago, uh, Jennifer from New York, and uh, she loves the place. She's been there before. I think she's been there a couple times. And, oh, uh, she's, yeah. She showed me the video of the those doors opening and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice, looks like a nice house. Maybe someday Ian and I'll get down there as well. Yeah, yeah, that we, would be uh, great. We do have a live stream event coming up at the end of the month as well. Um, oh. We just posted all the information that for that on Facebook. We have we're doing a three day event on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Awesome. Um, Nick Groff is. Um, Nick Groff, Devin Larry Elward, and Megan Deputy Deputy are joining us on Friday night. Um, we're going to try and conduct a seance because, mm-hmm. um, as Corey had said before, the actual seance that was done when the parent family lived there was was actually on October 30th. So we're going to do we're going to try and do one that night. Oh, clever! We've got a great right piece there to make it safe and mm. i think exploring with josh exploring with josh and uh cinematic sim, i can never say that right cinematic y- youtubers they're local youtubers that we've um become really funny with they're really really a lot of fun they're mm-hmm. learning about the paranormal side of stuff they usually do um what would you call it Ex- like Urban, urban exploring type stuff. Oh, yeah. This is new yeah. To yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they're really fun. They're going to join us on Thursday and I think maybe even Friday. And we're lining up a couple things that will be fun for live streams, so that's coming up. And so nice. if, if people are interested in this, where could they find the information about it, uh, Jennifer? Um, we have our Facebook website, um, The Farm on Round Top Road, I, we were told, well, actually, we used the Conquering House as a Facebook page, but somebody took it over and we couldn't, we have no idea what the password is. So there is a page out there that says the Conjuring House, but we have, it's not our page. We have no access to it. So <laughs> Farm on Round Top Road is what we've decided to use for a Facebook page because that's the road we live on. And we figured that would be at least. Or you can, or you can find tickets on Viddy Space. Yeah, but then you'd have to search for it, right? If you type in Viddy Space. If you, if you send yeah, send me the link, I, I can get it up on our web page. Oh, oh perfect! Thank you. So I need to change yeah. this link that I put up on our page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it the Conjuring House? It is the Conjuring House because that's what I googled, you know. Yeah, but and it's... people post pictures on there, and I I can't like I. I've tried to contact Facebook, and they won't do anything about it. So I've put a comment in there oh, before Facebook about, sucks. hey, guys, this isn't the right page. But <laughs> yep. there's nothing I can do. I mean, there's people still are posting stuff there, and I don't blame them. It's hard oh, to. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, All right. So it's it's thehouseonroundtoproad.com or? No. Um, the 
the farm on Facebook. Round Top Road is our Facebook page. We do have a website, um, and that one is theconjuringhouse.com, but the Facebook one is the <gasps> farm. On oh, Round okay. Top Road. So I had it right. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. found the right link on the on the website. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. And I haven't got the link for the, I need to get the link for the, um, to the George. site for the tickets for the live stream. I need right. to get if that you, on our If you send that, email it to me, uh, Jennifer, then, uh, okay. I'll, I'll put it up on our page. Ah, okay. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So we did. Excellent. Do the link. Okay. <laughs> <Thanks guys. laughs> oh, good. So, so it's going to be, it's going to be live stream. 24 hours for three days for five bucks. Yeah. So. Are you kidding that's me? That's a deal. Yeah. yeah. Hey. We just want to have fun. We We're did just, a live stream a couple of months ago, and it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. Eight. You know, when the internet was fairly good, we, you know, this is uh, probably gone almost 20 years ago. Uh, we did a live event um, on Halloween with uh, three teams from around the, the world. It was Haunted Devon from the UK. We were doing an investigation at one place. Uh, Haunted Australia was at a, another place in Australia. And uh, we were at the Sprague Mansion in Rhode Island and actually had to bring internet into the mansion because they didn't have it. And uh, <laughs> we did it uh, at the live event, Halloween night, and uh, we we actually uh, crashed uh, Ghost Village, Jeff, Jeff Belanger's site, because we were doing the uh, uh, the uh, stuff through there, and uh, that crashed on them. But, yeah, it, it, live events are great. They're so popular now. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it looks good. And, uh, yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, for five bucks, you can't, you know, you can't get a cup of coffee for five bucks. <laughs> right. 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 And it's a lot of fun. Like we, the last time we had a chat room where we could chat and interact with people and people from all over the world chatted and interacted with each other. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They, they actually, there was a group from the last live stream that started their own Facebook page so that they all could still communicate with each other. It was like a whole community of people who were all over the world that stay in touch. It's kind of, it's kind of neat. Yeah, it is. Sounds like a blast. Anyways, uh, I met you guys uh, at the Ocean State Paracon, and I was in the booth next to you guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whose this was. It was yours or someone in your team, but I saw a Bigfoot cast. Oh, yep, that was Bill's. Yep. Yeah, it was Bill's. So what's up with that? Uh, Bill, uh, Bill was uh, – Bill's a Bigfoot hunter. Oh, he is. Uh, yeah. So that's what he does. He, he's kind of like, the, he's the cryptid guy. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So you guys are open to all kinds of stuff. You're, you, as far as the paranormal, you're interested in, in all different aspects of it? I mean, you have to. You have to be. I mean, because if it's not normal, it's paranormal. Uh, there you go. I think I've heard that before somewhere. <laughs> I'm hoping you've heard it. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is like ever since I was a kid, everybody was like, oh, there's no such thing as this. There's no such thing as that. And then all of a sudden, years go by and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is real. Oh, yeah, UFOs are real. Oh, look what we caught, a giant squid. Mm -hmm. You know, all these all these things just, you know, they, they come out after a while. So. Mm -hmm. mm. 
Pizza. Well, yep. Yeah, unfortunately, the doorbell rings and the pizza from the dead's here, and uh, I think that's a zombie delivering it tonight. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the head just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> yeah, mask pulled his ear off. Oh well. Uh, yeah. Someday there will be no masks. I hope so. I've seen it in a dream. Soon. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we want to thank uh, Corey and Jennifer from the Conjuring House, and uh, and uh, if where's the good? Well, actually, I asked them where's the best way to get reach you once again. Uh, either our Facebook page, uh, the Farm on Round Top Road, or our website, theconjuringhouse.com. And anything you guys want to add before we say good night for the evening? Uh, hopefully we get to interact with everybody uh, during our live stream on the 29th, 30th, and 31st of the month. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us tonight. And today's show, as always, is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. So if you've been stuck in here with this virus thing with that guy is driving you nuts maybe it's time to get rid of him go see him they'll hit you up <laughs> i don't know you don't know i don't think they ever listen to these commercials or god else. i hope not they would fire me for sure anyways <laughs> and uh I, I do have a couple of events coming up i do want to mention tomorrow night i'll be uh doing uh, a uh, webinar with uh maureen wood on uh some of our investigations, uh, you can catch that on our website, all the stuff on our website, inegosproject.com. Uh, also, we'll be doing a, um EVP workshop uh, at Circles of Wisdom in, Methu- in Methuen, Massachusetts. This is in-store. It's the first time since March that we are actually doing the workshop there. So we got to go. So good night and God bless, everyone. Stay safe. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, guys, too. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.